friend, and welcome to Becoming Aligned, the podcast with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way. And in this podcast, we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. Welcome back to Becoming Aligned with me, Lauren Ricks, and I'm so excited to have you guys here again. And again, we're having another episode. I've been loving these episodes of having other mompreneurs on the podcast where we just have a conversation, and I hope you guys have really been enjoying the ones I've been plugging in over the last month, month and a half. They've been really fun to listen to and just have. Um, my kids are saying goodbye to me as they leave the house. Um, but today we have Melissa Hadley on, and I'm super excited to hear her story. I feel like you are super multi-passionate as well. Like as I was like refreshing, reading through your, um, form that I had you fill out, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl has a lot going on also. Um, which I feel like fits well within my like ambitious mom. Like we are ambitious moms working on doing things that really light us up and fuel our fire and that feel aligned with the life that God has created us for us. So do you want to share a little bit about you? Um, I know you're a mom, but I'll let you kind of just like run with it. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to chat with you. Um, so Melissa Hadley and my, um, husband is pretty awesome. So I'm married and I have three kids, 12, six and four. I always have to pause and think, um, I'm a mom who's in my forties and I have multiple sclerosis and I am multi-passionate. So, um, a lot of my passions revolve around the fact that I was diagnosed with MS when I was 28 or 29. And so that has been the catalyst for a lot of what I do in the health and fitness realm. And so I am just, lit on fire by helping other women gain control, um, of their health and fitness as much control as they can have. Right. So I also don't believe that God gave me MS, but I do believe that I have MS, um, so that I could turn the mess into my message and the test into my testimony and all that kind of stuff. Um, but so that was back in 2009 that I was diagnosed And so I was getting married that year. I was running my first Boston that year that I qualified for. Um, And I actually hate running, but that's, I I run because I can. So um, there was a lot going on that year. And so having that diagnosis really, it stopped me in my tracks for about a week. And then I was like, all right, I can either use this or sit here and just let everything go to the wayside. And so for me, I had to totally change my diet. I am a big, I'm crazy about ingredient labels. Um, 
not like uptight about it, but there are certain things that I will not let my kids have that I don't consume that my husband doesn't consume. And that I really, when I coach women, I'm really like, you really just need to be aware that this label has this. And if you're going to eat it, that's, that's your choice, but this is what it could do. Um, and I would not have been that aware had I not been diagnosed with MS. So over the course of time, I am, I, I am still a beach body coach. So I was introduced to beach body. And at first the girl who had reached out to me was like, you need to drink this shake. And I'm like, stay away from me with your shakes, because I really feel like the shakes that I was drinking, um, were not helping the cause. And she's like, no, this one's different, blah, blah, blah. So I, I researched it for five months before I consumed it. And now I've been drinking it every, every day for 11 years. And so therefore I am a beach body coach. I do that full time. And like you, I, didn't really know what multi-level marketing was. This was back in 2012. And so it wasn't like not everybody in their mother's sister was doing multi-level marketing at the time. Um, but we've been able to grow a really awesome team that is totally anti-hustle, anti like send a million messages. It's really about connecting with people and helping them and being genuine about that. And so over the course of time, I was able to quit my full-time job, um, and be home with my oldest um, and send them, to, send him to a Christian school. And then since then we've obviously, we've had two other children. Now I homeschool him and I would have never been able to do that had it not been for that opportunity, um, with Beachbody. And, but over the years, I've also felt that I wanted to get certified to know more about nutrition. So I became certified with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I became certified as a behavior change specialist with the National Academy of Sports Medicine and um, have created courses to work on mindset with women because I really, truly feel like you can have all the goals in the world to change your health in 2023. But if you don't first work on your mindset, it's going to be really hard to overcome what life does throw at you and tries to throw you off course you have to really work on your mindset first and then accomplish those goals or go for accomplishing those goals. Um, so that's really what I do. I also had a, I'm a photographer, but I do that very rarely. It's really just to keep that creative outlet going. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, an old 1962 Shasta camper that I turned into a photo booth and Oh, it was so fun. I loved it. And I brought my, we brought our kids with us to set up the booth and they got to see entrepreneurship firsthand. They see it anyway, but I'm on a computer, so it's different. Right. But that was um, awesome. And we actually just sold that a couple of weeks ago. So it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? It's, it's yeah. seeing what sticks that stuck. But I also have come to realize Lauren that I want to be with my children. I'm 41. My husband's 47 and I, I need to be with my kids more. And that was taking up too much time away from them. So I had to let it go. I, mm -hmm. I felt God pulling me to say, just drop what isn't working anymore. And it's not that it wasn't working. It was just taking away more than right. it was. Giving right. So. I love that uh, many different pieces of like how you've been doing different things for like different pieces of you, right? Like, oh, you were doing the photography for like the creative piece and maybe like, I mean, the coaching part, I feel like hits a lot of different pieces where it's like, it is the creative piece, but it's also the connection piece. And it's also like the wellness and the mindset piece. And 
it's just, it's a good like permission slip to, if you have like multiple things you're passionate about, try different things, like try different ways of doing something. What it doesn't have to be like business per se, but try it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't also asking yourself, like, is this adding to my plate in a good way? Or is this like, if I say yes to this, doing this, it's taking away from family time, right? Like something I talk about on here too, is like having your priorities. Like what are your top most important things right now? And if like being home, being with your family is one of those, but you're constantly adding things to your plate, that's taking you away from like your family. Yep. It's time to let things go and just like put a pin in it. I feel like there's a movie we watch. What movie is that? Bolt. I don't know. Bolt? It's a Disney movie. Bolt. Is it Bolt? Yeah. yeah. Am I- yeah. Then the guy always talks about putting a pin in it. Um, I don't know why I thought of that. That's such a strange thing <laughs> to think about. But um, like putting a pin in it until like your kids get older and you like have more yeah. space where they don't need you as much right now. It's yeah. like just because we we pivot doesn't mean it's like we're forgetting about it, right? So yeah. I love that. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about your diagnosis with MS? Like, how did you realize? Like, how did I don't even know much about MS? So like. Were you, I didn't either. Yeah. Okay. So it's something where it's like, did it catch you off guard? Like, were you doing oh, like yeah. tests and stuff like that? Was like, share a little bit about that with us. Sure. So, um, like I said, I was in my twenties and I, it was, we had just bought our first house. Um, and so <laughs> we live in the Northeast. I live in Massachusetts. And so at, we bought our house in October and then in November, we got this horrible ice storm horrible, horrible, like knocked our electricity out and we were first time home buyers. So I was stressed out to begin with. And a couple days after that ice storm, I, and I was training for Boston at the time. Um, I, I, I don't like to run, like I said, but I love the challenge and I won't run anymore at this point. I've ran 10 and I'm done plus I'm now 41. So I'm good, (laughs) but I was training for it in the snow and the ice and all that. And I was like, I woke up one day and my feet were completely numb, Mm. both of them. So I'm like, what is going on? And I thought I pulled something. I thought, and you know, a nerve was being crushed by, I I didn't know what was going on. Then I'm like, are my feet just frostbite from training? I was going through everything in my head. So then I asked my doctor to run some blood work to see, and I worked at a health insurance company. So that was the job that I left. So I was very in tune with doctors and what I would need to do. And so I went to my primary, he ran some blood work and he's like, everything's fine. You're fine. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) So I said, can I go see a neurologist? He's like, his exact words were, if you think you need to, sure. So, well, I couldn't feel my feet. So obviously it was nervous system related. Yeah. And he, um, also neglected to see that my vitamin D levels were almost non-existent. And so that's a surefire telltale sign that something's off Mm -hmm. and people in the Northeast, especially, um, or North of the equator don't get enough vitamin D to begin with. So, and I totally don't even, even to, even still, I take supplements for it, but some people's bodies also can't absorb vitamins properly. So fast forward, went to the neurologist, 
told him my symptoms. And I said, you know, what could this be? Cause I'm kind of like a, no, don't beat around the bush. Just tell me. And he said, well, honestly, it sounds like multiple sclerosis, but let's run some tests. And I, of course was nervous. I was 28 years old and we did some testing. Um, I had some MRIs done and I got a call while I was at work sitting in my little cubicle and he said, I need you to come to the emergency room. That that's the first thing he said. And I said, can you tell me why he said, we need to run some more tests, but the only way that I can do it on an urgent level is if you get in here now. And the only way we can do that is through the emergency room. And I said, okay, well, what do you think it is? And he's like, I don't want to tell you over the phone. And I said, you need to just tell me. And so he did, he's like, you have multiple sclerosis and, um, all these years later, it doesn't get any mm. um, easier. Yeah. Especially when you have kids that are little and they don't know the cause of MS. I Doctors say they don't know the cause, um, but I have my own theories on what the cause of some of these things are from or the catalyst of, and my nutrition was, was not helping things. I used to drink oh, like six diet Cokes a day. Cause they were diet Coke and didn't have any calories. So it's just loaded with chemicals, um, that eat away at your nervous system. So if there's any one thing that anybody takes from this, it's to try to cut back on soda consumption or the use of Splenda. I was having Splenda in my coffees. I would put like six Splenda in every coffee. And, you know, a penny a hundred times is a, is a dollar, a little bit of Splenda. There's a little bit of, there's a tiny bit of arsenic in every packet of Splenda, um, which is just a tiny bit. But when you add up all of that over time, it's not doing anything good for our bodies. So I went to the ER and they did a whole bunch of, um, more, whole bunch more MRIs and they confirmed it. They didn't even need to do a spinal tap. They did. They that's what it was. So my brain and my spinal cord were lit up like a Christmas tree, as they said, with lesions. So those lesions, just to explain it to anybody who doesn't know, if you have your phone cord, like your phone cord charger, Mm -hmm. it gets like the outer covering of it gets frayed. And then you can see the wire underneath Mm -hmm. that's that's MS in your body. So the Mm -hmm. nervous system, the myelin sheath that covers your nerves starts to eat away at itself. So that's what happens, but you can, you can heal it. Um, I decided to not take medication for my MS. So I've never taken meds for it. I've had some solumedrol, um, steroid treatments over the years, maybe three when my symptoms got really bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then it goes, it went away. So I have relapsing remitting MS or RMS. So it comes and then it goes, it, it comes with stressful situations. So they think that the catalyst of that initial diagnosis was that ice storm as a first time home buyer. I was super stressed. So now I just, I know that when I get super stressed, I have to take myself out of the situation. And as a business owner, that's why I'm so anti-hustle culture because that creates stress and I don't want my team. I don't want myself to be stressed. So now I just, um, change all my nutrition around and here I am. What is it? 13 years later. And I feel good. I don't feel 
great all the time. Um, but I feel good and I'm very blessed to be able to still walk because given my MRIs, when I was first diagnosed, he said, I can't believe you're walking. And, wow. uh, he attributed that to my fitness. Cause I was working out before I was diagnosed. Um, cause I was a certified personal trainer mm-hmm. and I was in the best shape of my life. I was the lightest weight I had ever been and all these things, but I wasn't losing weight the healthy way I was eating crap. I was drinking diet soda, working out way too much. Um, but now I have a handle on that. So yeah, that's, That's, and it's, I'm like speechless a little bit. That's just crazy. And I feel like that awareness piece, like you said at the beginning of just like being aware of like what we're putting in our bodies and what we're doing on the daily basis. I listened to, gosh, I listened to a podcast it must've been years ago, a couple years ago, maybe. And he did a podcast, uh, somebody did a podcast that was on stress and how, how many he did like micro stressors and like macro stressors. And he was like, so many of us have like, I don't even know what the number was like a lot of micro stressors, like your alarm going off and then hitting the snooze button. And then 10 minutes later, your alarm going off again, like that's a little micro stressor for your body. And how many of us have so many of those, then you're behind for the day. That's a micro stressor. Your children yeah. yelling at you, yelling at each other, blah, 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 micro stressor. Yeah. Like we have so many constantly checking into our email and our social medias for like that hit stressor. Like we have so yeah. many different micro little micro stressors throughout the day that just like wear on us. Right. And if we don't have like habits or like rituals to really like help us calm our nervous system, step out of the stress yeah, it just eats away at our body. And that's so crazy to know. I mean, man. And who hasn't been stressed? I mean, it's right. 2022, 2023, actually. And, you know, over the past three years, we've all been super stressed about crazy sure. things and just shut the news off. That's right. the other. Right. Stop like in shut the news off. Right. What do you have control over? Like really looking into what you have control over. You have control over what you put in your body. You have control over how you move your body. You have control over, you know, yeah, the stress you're letting into your life. Right. I mean, some of us don't necessarily have control over like our children's stress, but I feel like as moms, we can have skills and tools and habits that help us like calm when we're in the, when we're in the chaos. Right. Um, which is something I love talking about also is just really like, where are those moments in your day that you can create the calmness, even though there's like chaos all around you. Right. Um, sometimes I'll set alarms on my phone that just say, you know, take a, take a minute, just take, especially with homeschooling a seventh grader. This is our first year homeschooling. (laughs) And so that has been interesting. It's because I put the stress on myself because the school he went to, was really, it's where I went to school. And so I know the rigor behind their studies. And so I feel like I have to hold myself up to what he was coming from. Mm -hmm. And that's totally not the case at all. Um, cause homeschooling is so different. Um, so I have to take a minute for myself and just tell myself that God made me his mother for such a time as this. So just move forward and do your best, do the best. As Tony Horton says, do your best and forget the rest. And I, I say that all the time. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Oh, good old Tony. (laughs) I know I miss him. 
Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so what got you into then like coaching and then, you know, having your own podcast? Cause you have a podcast also that I'll link down below. Um, tell us about that journey a little bit. Like what got you into all those things? Cause that's, I mean, getting a diagnosis of MS, I feel like most people would be, you know, like you either take it and you go like, why me? This is the worst thing. You like step back, but you've like stepped into it. And like you said, you've used it as your message and like, you're doing many million, not million, many amazing <laughs> things um, with, with that message. Right. So for me, it was really when my friend's sister reached out to me about Shakeology, um, I didn't trust it. And still to this day, I don't trust things unless I research them. I just had a vitamin. I was telling you earlier, a vitamin infusion IV. And I must've asked that nurse a million times. What's in that? Where is it made? Um, what are the risk factors? And so, um, but I feel great. So that's, that's great. And there was nothing bad in it. So I went forward. Same thing with Shakeology. Like there was nothing in there that was going to hurt me. And so, that's why I stepped into that. And once I started to feel as good as I did, um, it's not a cure for anything right. as we know, but it definitely helped me and still continues to, to this day. When I knew that I knew that I had to share it with other women. And like I said, I was in the fitness industry. I was a certified personal trainer. It just kind of fit. Um, because as a trainer and somebody who has training in fitness, Um, you know, it's not just exercise nutrition and it is community and coaching. So there's like four things that you really need, especially if you're just starting out to be successful with it long-term because it's not about a quick fix. It's about long-term success. And, and so Beachbody just had all of that and continues to. And so that's why I continue to do it. Um, I just believed in their mission of helping people with their health and fitness. And so that's why I jumped into coaching. And then years later, so that was 2012 that I started that. And then I've always wanted to do a podcast. Um, I listen to podcasts all the time. I have posted on social media every day for the last 12 years, um, in an effort to, and some people might be like, whoa, that is too much. How does she do? I enjoy it. I love social media. I would have never found you if it wasn't for social media. Um, I would have never met most of my team if it wasn't for social media. I think social media can be used in such a powerful way if it's used properly. And so, um, after doing that for so long, I'm like, I want to kind of dabble in podcasting. And it's funny because I had one a couple of years ago <laughs> that my husband and I started because oh. we, yeah, we started to go to these coffee shops and we named it like coffee adventures. It's probably still out there somewhere, so um, but we just never continued it. And that's the thing. It's like all about consistency with, with anything, right. um, your health journey with your business. And so last year I was like, this is the year that I'm doing a podcast to get my message out there to more people. Um, and so I started the happy party podcast and I recently rebranded it because my camper that I talked to you about, um, was called the happy glamper photo camper. Mm -hmm. And so I I wanted to keep like the happy piece all in the same, 
whatever. So once we sold her, cause she had a name, um, we, I rebranded my podcast. So now it's the healthy connections podcast. And on there, I really just, um, connect people to other women in business, um, to healthy, healthier things to do like nutrition wise or fitness wise. Um, and we just have fun conversations and hopefully it's, I want everybody to leave my podcast feeling grateful and thankful. So I do a gratefulness thing every time. Um, and just with a little nugget that they can take into their day. And Mm so that's why I started it. I think we need more Christian women in podcasting. Yeah. In business. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's so good. And for those of you who've listened, like are listening, if you don't know, like I have a beach body background also. And like, as I was listening to you, I'm like shaking my head for like all of it, like all of it with the social media, like you guys can be in control of like how you, how much you want to be on social media, what you want to put on social media. And I think social media also can get a bad rap because now it's at our fingertips. It's on our phones. And so many people don't have the boundaries healthy boundaries set up with it. And I know I'm guilty of this because I know, I know when I can feel like anxious, when I feel anxious around, like I'm not doing enough or like I'm comparing myself to what everybody else is doing. I've been on social media too much. And like, yeah. that is a, like there, if you feel like, if you feel that you're on, yeah. probably on social media too much and you just don't have those boundaries. Right. And you don't have to be on it like that to have a business. Like that's, the beauty of having a business is you can create the rules of like, I'm going to be on social media for a half hour every day, or I'm going to do a half hour here and a half hour in the evening, or I'm going to like, we don't have to be on it all the time, but it's also very simple to be on it all the time yeah. because yeah. it's on our phones. Yeah. And Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes, and for sure. For whenever sure. you feel like you're not doing enough or you know, in my course with the mindfulness piece, I always, I try to drill into people that you cannot compare your health journey to somebody else's. And it happens all the time. Yeah. I have women that will say, how come she lost 20 pounds in three months and I'm still stuck at 10. I'm like, first of all, you're not stuck at 10. You've lost 10 and you need to embrace that. But second of all, you also don't know where she started. She could have started at 300 pounds and has more to lose. So it's, easier for her to lose it. And you're on your journey. Keep your eyes on your own fries and put your horse blinders on and just look your sweet potato fries. I should say no. (laughs) And just keep keep looking forward and focus on your journey because you're not doing it for anybody else. If you are doing it for somebody else, you're that's a surefire way to like fall off. Right. doing it for you. Right. And I think that applies to everything that applies to motherhood. It applies to business. It applies to your marriage. It applies to your health. Like heck it can apply to your home. Like you can get on social media and compare anything you have to somebody on social media. Right. And like, that is a, like you said, a surefire way to just like one, even like not have you be grateful for what you have. Right. And then we're just constantly trying to chase what other people have. And we forget to really ask, like, is this what I really want? Right. Gratefulness, Um, contentment. Yeah, for sure. And I love what you said of like, not comparing your maybe chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10, right? Like with weight loss, it's so easy, even in business, it's so easy to look at 
online, whether it is network marketing or like your own, your own business, or maybe it's podcasting. And you're yeah. like looking at like, oh my gosh, this person has this many downloads already. And they've been doing it at the same time. Or like this person is making this much money or their team is this big and they've been doing it for a lesser time than me. And it's like, we just don't know where other people started. We don't know what God has in store for them, for the, their path. We don't know why, like, we just don't know. It's like, right. we just cannot compare you can't compare apples to oranges, right? Yeah. Um, do you have anything that like you love when it comes to mindset? Uh, like is your like number one thing that you find is just like your staple that you love teaching women or that you find like you are working with so many women and you're like, this is not a catalyst, but this is the thing I love reminding women or helping them like your number one thing. Yeah. So my number one thing, um, for me, it's getting the why behind the why. And if you, okay, first of all, whenever anybody sets goals, they have to have a why, right? You hear about it all the time. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like white no noise, but there's a why behind that too. It's the why you keep stopping and why you keep fearing success or why you keep fearing even starting because you know how far you have to go, quote unquote. And so I love to work really deeply with women and figuring out what is that one thing, that why that, that keeps stopping you. And usually it goes into their childhood. Um, they can't, they can't get past the fact that they're, mom, dad, aunt, Susan, whoever, um, spoke negatively into their lives or that they, um, were teased in the hallways at school and they were oinked at in the hallways. I'm raising my hand. Cause that was me. Like you, you have to be able to figure out what it, what is it about your past that holds you back from your future? And until you are able to identify that and name that, and then cast it out, then it's going to be very difficult to stick to any of your goals, business, health and fitness, any of them um, for the long term, because this is the long haul. This is not a quick fix. I don't teach quick fix. I teach this is for your life. This is for your health. It's not even about the size of your genes. It's about your health. Um, because I think too, over the course of the last few years, we've realized really that it is about our health and how do we get ahead of it if we can. Um, and so I really work deeply on figuring out what is that they journal about it a lot. They, um, put on some music and just mind dump onto a piece of paper with a pen or a pencil and they get it all out and they start to get all these emotions. Some people cry about it and it's not, it's not your why will make you cry kind of thing. Um, it is like, this is this right here is why I keep quitting on myself. Right. This is why I stop when the going gets tough, because I was always told that I would amount to nothing as an example. Right. Um, it happens all the time and mm -hmm. people uncover these deeply rooted things. I am not a therapist. Mm -hmm by any stretch of the imagination. But a lot of times I do recommend that people do do therapy because that can really help them too in the long term. 
Right. And I love that because I feel like so many people, and I mean, we talked about this in, in the podcast we did for your podcast of just like, um, changing your thinking, right? Like everybody says like, change your thinking, change your thinking, change your thinking. But sometimes it's like, we have to figure out what's the deep thing that's causing us to think this thought that's stopping us from going where we want to go or feeling what we want to feel or achieving what we want to feel or achieve. Um, and looking at that and sometimes even just like bringing light to it and being like, oh my gosh, like this happened and this is no longer true for me. I can like release it to God. I can let it go and I can kind of like keep moving. Right. And that's so important. That awareness piece is huge. Yeah. Shining the light on it because the light will drive out the darkness. Right. And so to put it in a Christian perspective, all of those negative things that have happened to you or have been said to you or about you are not of God. And so it's very important to get in there and shine the light on that and let the little gremlins go, just drive them out. Right. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, where can they find you, Melissa? Where do you hang out? I am on, well, I'm on a lot, but I'm on. (laughs) Where are your main places that you love hanging out? Instagram, um, melissa.hadley.fitwithms. I'm also on Facebook, Melissa LaFleur Hadley. And, um, I am, I have a website, www.melissahadley.com. Sounds good. And then I will link your podcast down below also. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. I know it was, like you said, still emotional after all these years, but I feel like it can bring a lot of empowerment and power to women who do have chronic illness to like, see you still going after your dreams and achieving and not letting the diagnosis be something that stopped you from going after your dreams. Right. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. And I do have something for your listeners. So if they want to go to my website, um, melissahadley.com, there's a couple things that they can get. They can get my 25 top tips to staying course on your health and fitness journey. Or I do have um, a 15 question conversation starter to mm. have with your teenage kids. Ooh, um, yeah. As we know, these teens, um, I have a preteen and to have those conversation starters so that they're not being influenced by the wrong people is really important. So that's on there too. We'll have to maybe have you come back and we can have a conversation all about like preteens and like Mm. older kids, right? Like such a good conversation. I'm not there quite yet, but I'm sure I'll be there sooner than like I went there. Right. So link and it will be here. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.